Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Ra Ra Boys podcast episode. Today is June 10th, Wednesday, and this is episode three with the Ra Ra Boys podcast. I am Cole Revels alongside Nick Burns. Tonight, we have a special guest on, former teammate of Nick Burns, personal close friend, former pitcher for the Louisville Cardinals, and now a current professional baseball player in the Milwaukee Brewers organization, Nick Bennett. Nick. Close friend of yours. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to have him on here tonight. Yeah, man. I uh, went to high school. Well, with Mr. Bennett. Um, so, yeah, super excited to have him on here. Milwaukee Brewers, six-round pick. Uh, ready to roll, man. Absolutely. Excited. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Let's get into it a little bit. Uh, you know, some stuff we wanted to talk about and address just beforehand. Uh, we always have – or we, we did last week, I should say. Last week was obviously a good episode with uh, May and Pav, and it uh, got a lot of attention from those Cleveland fellas up there. Um a question we did was the, um, you know, the, the, the audience question of the week, and we had one submitted, Nick. Uh, if you want to tell the fans a little bit about that question for this week. Yeah, so as he would like to say, our number one listener, uh, number one fan of Ra Ra Boys podcast, Jack Coney had a question for us. Would you put Lowe's on your resume? Jack Coney has accepted a <laughs> job as a customer service representative in the plumbing section of Lowe's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And he, you know, he, he wants to put it on his resume. He wants to put Lowe's customer service red vest in his resume. A fun job. Um, huh? Fun summer job. Yeah. I mean, imagine the people he's working with. It, probably some good know, fellas. Not, not, not a lot different than Colin sells. Well, uh, I would hope so. Um, you know, <laughs> um, I almost feel like Colin is, would be overqualified for a job at Lowe's. To be completely honest <laughs> with you. That's right. He's been reading he's some a books. Good anyway, to answer, to answer Jack's question, I appreciate the question, Jack. Um, I would say to not put that on your resume, I think it's a pretty simple answer. I would agree. Um, because the, peop- the people you're working with, it, it, it just doesn't show you, you did much. You kind of just showed up and breathed. Yep. Um, so I think, I think, to be honest with you, if you were going to put that on your resume, I think you're better off just uh, maybe putting on that you like <laughs> – Maybe walk walk your dog a couple <laughs> yeah. times. Just, you Honestly, were, you, you were breathing. I, I so. agree with you, Nick. Um, I almost feel like it's like that freshman class when you have, um, you know, you have to make a resume of like stuff you did in high school, and you're like, oh, I worked at Lowe's in high school. Let me put that on there. Like, this isn't something for yeah. like for your like yeah. senior year <laughs> of college. Like, I worked yeah, at Lowe's for the summer. Exactly. He's 23 years old. He's like, hey, can I help? Can I help you fix your toilet? <laughs> yeah. Closer? What? Yeah, we got a we got a nice little you know we got a nice toilet seat you might you might like uh, you know, teach you uh, how to me, fix that. Yeah, but, let me uh, just say though, you know, no no disrespect to the guys at Lowe's. You know, they're hard workers. They're great guys over there. They do a no, great absolutely. job. Uh, just Jack, they wear red just, vests. Jack Coney doesn't fit the profile. You know, I just don't think for the things yeah. he's going for post grad. Just you know what's funny about this is I don't think I don't think Jack Coney has ever fixed anything. Everything he touches just turns to, <laughs> to shit. Dust. So to be honest with you. Yeah, it just it it's it's horrible. So imagine him trying to teach you how to unclog your toilet. You might have to call the bomb squad. You might have to call the plumber after that one. 
flood warning, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Cheddar Bob of the week. Good kid, bad brain. Back at it again. Precisely. Uh, couldn't have said it better myself. You know, enough yep. shitting on Jack tonight. Uh, he's a good kid. He's a good kid, but let's get into another topic here. Coach Doug's Big cat. Yeah, who's hot? Who's hot? Who's hot of the week? Who's, he's hot and not hot. So he's a little hot and yeah, not. He's, he's yeah, he's a hot National seat. title. National title on the line. Absolutely folded. Now, One of the worst college dude, football players like I think I've ever seen. He's absolutely atrocious at NCAA 14. Like, I was literally watching it and, like, screaming at my phone, like, where the fuck are you throwing the ball? Like, there, there yeah. are so many dudes open, and he's just, like, he sticks to – he does the same fucking three plays over and over and over, <laughs> and they never work. And I'm like, I don't know. It's very aggravating to watch somebody who was a, an NCAA football, you know, Xbox enthusiast growing up to watch somebody who's getting 90,000 viewers a night and just absolutely shit the bed. Like, I don't know. Just bad, bad for yeah, the what game. Yeah, what did you your say? Your, your, your brother. Your brother. You want to share that story? Yeah. Uh, my brother is legally blind. Absolute beast. Absolute stallion, if you will. Stallion of the week. Stallion on NCAA 14. <laughs> And beats the shit out of me. And I guarantee you he would beat Big Cat. Even on Heisman mode, no sliders up, anything like that. He would beat Big Cat, a.k.a. Coach Duggs, by 40-plus points. No questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. He goes to the national title. He goes to the national title, loses the national title. Comes back for a second year, right? You think, hey, this guy, you know, (laughs) maybe this guy's got it. Maybe he's going to bring home a natty for the the volley faithful. And he loses the, you know, three of the first, I think three of the first four or two of the first two four. Two of the first four. I think he's, yeah, yeah, he's not doing too hot right now at all. He's two and two. Yeah, that's a bad start. You're playing some good teams, but you know what they but say, I mean, don't, you're, you two know, losses. don't sit at the table if you can't eat with the, the big dogs. Yep. Get out of the kitchen. Can't take the fire. Um, yeah, I mean, especially in today's, like, college football, you lose two games, you are absolutely 110% out of the – Playoff race, the national championship race, whatever you want to say. He even said that. He was like, all right, there goes our national championship hopefuls. Um, so, you know, kind of on the hot seat. Who knows where he'll go? As, who knows if he'll even keep playing in NCAA 14? I mean, good grief. I mean, how many – he's played like, what, six or seven seasons at this point? Like, what, something like that, right? Yeah. It's up there. Yeah, and he hasn't won, he hasn't won the big one yeah, yet. He hasn't, he hasn't won the big dance. He's made hey, it there. But going, going back to your who's hot of last yeah. week, Major League Baseball. It's falling apart. The yeah. draft's on right now. We'll get into that later. We'll, you know, Nick Bennett will be on here the draft, shortly. Yeah. But I just want to get your, get your thoughts on uh, – uh, Yeah, on your, just with the, whole, with the whole, you know – trying to get the season going and then obviously with the players like yeah yeah it's over um yeah just a goodbye i mean it's tough like i don't know though i mean i understand like there's like i understand both sides of it in the sense of like you're not playing a full season you shouldn't be paid as much but it's also like these dudes i don't know you know what i mean like it's it's tough because i think it could go both ways in the set like from a player's standpoint and an owner's standpoint and like you know playing the season and only getting a certain like amount of your salary and stuff like that. It's, I don't know. It's tough. And then like we talked about a little bit last week, like guys are getting cut from minor league teams. Um, it's tough, man. It's definitely tough. Yeah. Well, that, I think that brings us to uh, our next guest here. So, yeah. Without further ado. Um, yeah. Six rounder for the Milwaukee Brewers, 2019 Moeller high school alum, Louisville alum, Nick Bennett. Beautiful. Hello. Hello. What's going on, man? 
Not yes, much. what's up, man? Uh, just waiting for Nick Bennett to get on here, and then we can get this thing rolling, ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to fucking roll. <laughs> you know, we kind of cut out before I said that. That's kind of my thing, you know, before the intro song or intro, whatever. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd do it after the intro. So that's been your thing. That's been your yeah, thing since day one. And yeah. Years now, you know, it's just kind of my thing. I just ready to roll. That's just my thing. Stu Finer, shout out Stu Finer. Also, shout out yeah, Jack man. Longo for buying me the Stu Finer shirt. It's a great shirt, and I wear it to work out all the time. I get a lot of eyes, but it's an absolute <laughs> stallion of a shirt. So I appreciate that. Shout out Jack Longo. Um. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. He's talking about uh. Big he sent TNT me that day too. To Did you about, the Dungeons uh, and Dragons or whatever? Hey yeah, hey tell, hey! Tell how you doing, boys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there he is! <laughs> oh, there he is! Wow, look who it is, Mr. Nick right. Bennett, joining us live, breaking up the party. On, there he is, huh? So what's been you going know, on, man? Uh, just been playing a lot of golf lately. Um, doing that, you know, working out, <laughs> playing catch here and there. Doing doing a lot of. A lot of baseball yeah. stuff, a lot of golf, there. a lot of uh, spending time doing whatever the hell I yeah. feel like because uh, we're not doing anything. So, hell yeah! Are you a good golfer or what? Hey, yeah, I mean that's that's what it's all I've about. Got a man. lot better. So, um, I actually just got my new clubs today. So my <laughs> yeah. dad and I went and played nine holes, and um, the new clubs. clubs make a make a absolute complete different. Got what, a forty three today. Damn, one nine. <laughs> 43. Yeah, no, he did not. Look at that. It's good. That's solid. <laughs> He'd be a scratch golfer by the end of this quarantine. Might be. Whatever's going on now. You sipping on a little, 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 uh, little, little something white right now or what? Me while I'm eating some Chick-fil-A, you know. You know. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, that, I, your, I will say your, my beverage of choice is switched White Claw to High Noons. High noons. I don't know what those are. Oh, um, yeah, that's a good. What, what flavor like do you this, go with? Shoot, it's kind of like that, a white claw, but it's, is that it's supposed the, to be is that vodka instead of like, like yeah, seltzer. Yeah, yeah, little. Or that's a little barstool shout out. Right yeah, there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I honestly <laughs> yeah, like is. all the flavors. I started drinking them um, at my uh, yeah. one of my old teammates who lives in Batesville, Indiana, uh, has a pool in his backyard, and I saw him in the liquor store one time i was like you know what i gotta try them and now i'm hooked on them so oh they're fantastic they're fire yeah i've had a few I, too the, the black chair i like I the mean, black I'll, chair i wasn't a big like fan of the watermelon also. but i drink any of them of course you do of course yeah no doubt they're good they're, they're solid stuff little expensive when you're high like yourself you can handle that you know, kind of deal huh? that's all right that's right <laughs> you know what it is yeah no so uh speaking of you know obviously Right. Your baseball career. You've been right. quarantined for a while. The golf game's improving. What uh, What's going on with baseball right now? Minor league uh, baseball, what do you think is going to happen? Are you, are you still prepared to play know, a season? I'm, I'm do you even know what's going on? with working out and throwing and um, doing all of that. But I really don't think minor league baseball as a season is going to happen. Um, yeah. I've been hearing rumblings yeah. of possibly – there being um, like a taxi squad for the big leaguers when the base when their season comes back, and uh, I've also heard of uh, possible like uh, prospect camps at your spring training site where uh, you go out and work out for a couple of weeks and then play games just to, with like inner squads and uh, other teams. Mm, like fall, honestly, like it's, college it's kind ball. of like spring training all over again type deal. But. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, that's probably uh, not know, what you're looking I'm forward just to. I'm excited for there to be baseball again. I mean, I'm on that. Um, I honestly no, no doubt. like watching baseball just as much as I like playing it. So just being able to see uh, big league baseball being played again is going to be really cool. Uh, as long as they come to an agreement, which I think they will. You think so? You think who, uh, you're probably on the player side? I would, you know, if you can, you know, discuss that. But I am on the player side because, you know, they. They risk their bodies every day for, you know, for playing baseball and um, they sign a contract to get paid and, you know, they want to they want to get paid what they signed for. So um, I think it's only fair that the I mean, you got to you got to look at it this way, too. The owners of all these teams have an absurd amount of money too that they where they can pay their players. So, yeah, I just feel like that's well-deserved for those players. You know, they work hard year round. I mean, off season is an off season, but like they're still working out and honestly doing just as much as they would in season. So um, right. I think, I think it's only fair to pay the players, but as a, as the game of baseball itself, I think we need baseball back just because, um, you know, fans want sports back, uh, you know, um, absurd gamblers want to start gambling on <laughs> baseball again I, I know they're i know they're sitting sitting at home we had those guys on last itching week. to get back at it so literally so sweating it out right. yeah, they're, they're they're putting money right. in the exactly. stock market now they're, to get that fixed to get a fix and you know yeah no I doubt think, you know baseball's america's <laughs> pastime so i just feel like it needs to be played whether um it's a it's a fair agreement or not i think it's only right that we do play baseball at some right point. So if you if you thought I mean like ballpark yeah, no what what time period would you think guys would start jumping back in and like games would start being played because I mean I've heard as early as you know the, the beginning of July but I've also heard like right. you know late July whatever like um, you know from what I you've think, heard what would you think I think I think from what whatever does happen um, the big leaguers are gonna need at least a month right. to do anything like they're gonna need to. Uh, have have yeah, no workouts again. Another spring training. So, I've seen that the aiming point is like beginning of July, but I don't see that happening. Right. I think I think it'll be more middle of July, uh, maybe July 10th through yeah. 15th. I could see something starting around there. Definitely. Right. Right. Yeah. Once once opening once day, they get man. into an agreement yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's and crazy. Obviously, start working out. Right. I, Especially I think, with, you know the minor leaguers. As long as they can come to yeah. an agreement, then things will start flowing quickly. Players will get sent to where they need to go. Right. Everything will be sorted out from there. But like I said, coming to the agreement is definitely like the biggest thing that they have to do, and they need to do it soon, or there's going to be no baseball at all. So. Yeah. No doubt. Speaking of like minor leagues and stuff, do you have any you have any good stories like like crazy like crazy fans or like something ridiculous like that or like maybe it was like in in the, in the locker room or something have, like a snake just I rolling around in like some locker room in the West Coast. Let's hear it. Um, so my, so the first one. Um, so this is like I just got into rookie ball in college or out of college. So you know, I play a whole college baseball season, go to Omaha. And then the next thing you know, your life is turned upside down. You're taking 14-hour bus rides on <laughs> a plane. Um, the food you're eating is just absurd. Um, what's like? What's like, like a meal? Are you just like PBJ? Uh, like, like I would say maybe it's like to, college summer ball. <laughs> Great Lakes League. It depends on where you play. Like some meals are really good actually, and other ones are just like 
you know what? I think I'm gonna starve tonight instead. Uh, <laughs> there's a little long. There's a little Long John Silver's on your plate. Like, You're saying I'll pass uh, on that one. <laughs> we would go to a place and they would have like um, deli sandwiches for us, right? But like, it's all just sitting out on yeah. like different plates. So yeah. the bread's on one plate, all the meat is on one, cheese on another, and then they have like uh, condiments, tomatoes, lettuce, whatever, and and then like ketchup and all that. So. Um, I remember we pulled up to, uh, to play and we, this is just getting off a bus ride of like 12 hours. Uh, and by the way, on the bus, no outlets to charge your phone. And it's two to a row. It doesn't matter. Like no, no choice. You're, <laughs> oh you're sitting with somebody and there's no other op- way around it. Um, and we pulled up to eat, and I remember everybody walking in the locker room. And, and oh, you can't even call this a locker room. It's just like a bunch of It's lockers. a little shanty. It's a little, little shack. I mean, I wish I could, like, paint <laughs> the picture better for you guys, but it, it's it's a, absurd. So... It's like a, yeah, like a high school, high school even, locker. Nick, honestly, not, not even sometimes. Um... <laughs> Let me jump over to this other story now that we're on locker rooms. We pulled up to play play the Marlins <laughs> in Clinton, Iowa. Literally the armpit of America. Absolute <laughs> nasty place. And the locker room floor was literally dirt. <laughs> what? It, it was dirt. <laughs> That's classy oh my right there. God. And the showers were like something that would remind me of... Prison. Honestly, um, like <laughs> like a gas chamber. That's kind of, oh my God, that's, dude. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it was. Okay, well, you know, it, yeah. obviously, you know, it so wasn't great. After and to say this the is least. a summer night in Clinton, Iowa, so there's literally bugs flying all around the field. It smells horrible. Christ. Like you, 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 you oh, play the. Man. So I pitched one of those games when we were there, and so you know I'm, I'm sweating my ass off after the game, and you want to go take a shower, but it's like you're gonna take a shower in that nasty shower, and then <laughs> you're gonna put your, and then you're gonna put your feet in yeah. dirt to to like. Yes, everybody wears shower shoes, but like yeah. you're gonna get your feet dirty again when you go to get dressed. So it's right. like it's like. <laughs> It's it, you're playing so Clinton's uh, not no, like not playing quite, at TD quite, TD Ameritrade in the World o- Series. Omaha, Omaha's series. a different not quite. So. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into okay. that. So what was that first yeah, story you're gonna tell us? The so, crazy like going. yeah, get so, into that one. Um, so like you have coaches and then you have like the staff members too. So like your strength coach, trainers, all that. And um, mm-hmm. we at we asked before like what was the meal because the other team provides you the meal. So the team you play on the road trip provides you the meal. Yeah, and right. So everybody walks into the locker room after this long ride. You know, after a long ride, you're like, oh, everybody's going to smash the food. I shit you not. We walked into the locker room and this is like four hours before the game because you sit around for forever, BP, all that training room stuff. Not a single piece of food was touched. And not a single no, no one touched. Me. I mean, what they have? What they have out there? They had corn beef, corn beef and hash, or what? They all moldy, so it, a little was, moldy cheese. It was it was just <laughs> a little moldy like cheese meat sandwiches. So all you had different meats, and then you had your 
had your bread and then cheese. Capicola, yeah. I swear to God, not a single guy touched some it. Some crusty meat, some crusty cheese. That'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah, you you probably play you probably play with I a mean, couple I mean, know, crusty minor, minor guys on your team too. You know, literally the definition of crusty dudes. So, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. And, and, and they didn't they, they didn't touch they those, uh, the Capicola, that, like, the Gapagul. You no, know, right there. That's that's when you yeah, know. Dude, but that's rough. I would have to say my best minor league story would be so this is like two weeks into me playing there. We're playing in Ogden, Utah, which is uh the Dodgers affiliate. And so the hotel we stay at um is haunted, right? Uh, so <laughs> what? <laughs> the hotel we're at has sure. you guys know the show Ghost Whispers? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, that's there's there's this, at, this Athens, hotel, Ohio has been on that show. We the old stomping grounds was on that show. So we pull it, we pull up there and we get in at like probably four thirty in the morning. And Great time. Have to wake up the next morning and go play. What the next night? You that night you play. So you take a nap and then you wake up and you do whatever and then you play. So um, we pulled up and. Uh, we all walk into the uh, lobby and we're getting, we're like half asleep pretty much. And everybody's getting their room keys and stuff. And uh, me and my roommate, we go up to our room and I, I walk in the room and the, the TV's just on, like it's already on. I, I don't know why. And then, so my roommate, we just go in and go right to bed. And all of a sudden my roommate and I are sleeping, like the beds are right next to each other, obviously. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the alarm just starts going off, and it won't stop. It will not stop. So, what do you mean, like I'm, the the fire alarm or the no, the, just like your your like wake up alarm type. Yeah, thing. just will it it will not stop going <laughs> off. Like we're hitting buttons, doing everything. We unplugged it out of the wall, and it still won't stop. It's like, and just like nothing we'd ever seen before. So we didn't sleep the rest of that night. Wait, is, and so, then, did that happen like the middle of the night? Like, did you guys set an <laughs> alarm, or was that just no, like some no, freaky no, shit? No, like, no, no one, no one set an alarm. We we had alarms on our phone. Like, I mean, this is this is 2020. Come on, you put an alarm. Yeah, on your phone. come on. You, you, no, come no on one now. uses. Yeah, come on, man. Alarm. 2020 clock, right? revs. I'm on so, that. Yeah. So then the next day, we 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 didn't go to bed that night. We literally just sat up and we're on our phones talking cause we were like so spooked out. So, <laughs> so the next day we go to play and yeah. we, get, we get to the game and we're playing in the game. And um, so one of the guys on the Dodgers, uh, you know, he just thinks he's freaking Mike Trout um, and Stall- stallion. He's a no name. You don't have to share his name. I, I don't want. know his he's name, a stallion. Um, but so he's he thinks good. he's Mike That's Trout right. and no stallion. Yep. So, Every at bat that he has, he takes about five minutes to get ready. We'll do whatever he wants. I mean, my, minor league umpires are not demanding at all. Like, if if you look at them funny, they'll cry. So, uh, so, so this dude the whole game has been like he's popped out like three oh, times. And when he pops out, he pimps his pimps his pop out and like walks to first base. And nobody on the on the Dodgers says anything to him. They just let him do whatever he wants because he hits yeah. hits some home runs here and there. But so that night he had just happened to pop out like three times. And then um, so my coach, uh, who is a big uh, proponent of like respect the game, you know, play it the right way, play it hard. Um, 
said something to him and uh, he said something back to our coach and a little bit of jawing happened. And so he comes up for his fourth at bat and um, it's in like the bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah, they're hitting bottom of the eighth. And um, my roommate is on the mound pitching and he throws absolute gas. Like he's, he's 95, 98 and sits, sits there all the time. And (laughs) so, so this dude gets in the box, the dude who's been pimping, fly balls left and right gets in the box and um so my buddy gets him oh two like really quickly snap the breaking ball off and then throw throw some cheese right by him oh two love the cheese and so this dude (laughs) stops the game calls time walks back to the dugout and gets a whole new bat shut the fuck up (laughs) his bat's not broken nothing no just it was like it was like a voodoo type thing hey there's probably there's probably a lot of fans. No, it's, a, it's all no, you know, it's haunted up there. There's probably a lot of fans thing. in the stands. He got right. nervous. He, he, so obviously during the at bat, he hadn't touched what? the ball yet. So he walked back to the dugout and got a new bat. So what? that was like a, that yeah, was look like at a, me, look at me, look at me, guy. Yeah, look at me, guy. Two. That was like a two three minute ordeal. We're in the bottom of the eighth, decently tight game. Like, let's get this shit on the road, you know? Yeah. And, so he comes back two, three minutes no later doubt. with his new bat. The umpire doesn't say a word to him. And uh, I'll, I'll say this. The dude, he's a big dude. Like, I, I mean, he's a good-sized dude, probably 6'4", but he's, he's got some meat on him. So He's a heifer. <laughs> so He's a big heifer. So he comes back to the, uh, to the batter's box. box. Yeah. And my uh, roommate's getting ready to throw a pitch, and he's in the middle of the windup. And this dude steps out of the box and doesn't call time, just steps out. And the umpire is losing control of the game at this point. Just <laughs> let him step out. My just buddy. Letting just letting him like, get his cheese. He's just letting him let, get his cheese. Literally letting him do whatever. <laughs> so this dude steps out of the box, redoes his uh, batting gloves like three times. Holy shit. W- w- waits like another two minutes before another pitch, <laughs> before the pitch is thrown. So then he steps back in again and does it again. He did it again. What? Yeah. So, so, literally, so what's like, he doing here? like an eight to ten minute ordeal for, for one, not even one pitch yet. Uh, so finally he gets in the box and I'm thinking to myself on the bench, I'm like, his name just, is Brady. I'm like, Brady is about to plunk this dude. And yeah, just it, little and hip cheese. About, give him, give him about, some hip cheese. Let's get it over it with. It is about to absolutely go down right now. Um, like, we, we've been, we have uh, been jawing with this team previously a ton. Like, they have a lot of dudes who like to talk smack and whatever. Right. So, so, I'm sitting on the bench. I'm like, I know this is, I know this is not going to go Here we well. go. So, the next pitch, my roommate plunks this dude in the head with 98. <laughs> Straight, straight to the dome. Ninety-eight 98. in the head. So this dude, who is hitting, gets knocked to the ground. Absolutely knocked. And all of us are on the bench looking around, like, "Holy what shit! The, that just shit had just to do that." So anyway, the dude gets hit in the head, falls on the ground. He gets back up and charges at our <laughs> from the ground. <laughs> from the ground like he like he like we woke up like a beast that's good stuff he got up off the ground and started charging at our pitch and i'm what? like this this is the definition of minor minor league, league baseball. Right. Baseball. this is this is this that's terrific this is the kingdom come right here 
So did you throw some so paws or what? He is running at our pitcher, and my coach is out there already before he could even run at him because he knew what was happening. Our coach got out there, all of so both benches cleared right, and this dude is literally getting held back by five grown men, including two umpires, literally charging at my roommate. And so there's a little tussle, a little pushing and shoving, but no, no punches are thrown, nothing. But this dude is screaming Spanish at my, uh, my roommate and my roommates, obviously <laughs> like, I, I have no clue what he's saying. So yeah. all of a sudden it gets pretty quiet. And my roommate just drops a big F you to this guy in <laughs> front of the whole stadium. And so that obviously triggers him again. And so that's he it. Coming at him again. And then finally, so no one gets thrown out of the game. No one. The umpire no don't way. anybody out. My coach took took my roommate out of the game and walked him to the locker room. Our locker room was behind the wall in center field. I literally walked him there because he was afraid <laughs> for his safety because there were so many people mad at my roommate. Yeah, so, so many townies. So that's probably the most absurd thing that I have seen so far in minor league baseball, just because like, yeah, know, minor league baseball is a different breed. It's different. Uh, it, it's a different breed. It really is. Like, I right. You you don't sleep. Like you eat like crap. Um, right. I mean, it, it's like I crime. mean, how was that? But like, like how was that comparing it to like college? Because I mean, obviously, you went to you know Louisville, which was a big right. time D one top twenty five right. every year. Right. Uh, like, what's what's it like playing at Louisville? Like in, um, in comparison to minor league baseball? I mean, you come from like you know a right. highly reputable organization to right. you know playing in the Louisville, middle of bumfuck Iowa. Right. Right. Exactly. Louisville in Utah, did a baby. fantastic job of treating every one of the dudes on the team like an absolute just king. Like right. would like would get us massages, um, tr- give us the best food, you know, um, give us like healthy food, healthy good food. Um, you know, we have we have a psychologist that travels with the team who if anybody's going through a tough time, you know, they they the psychologist helps us out. Um, our coaches literally would treat us like Kings and going from that to being, you know, charter flights everywhere we played. So get your, get your own row food on the plane, everything. Right. um, To literally 12. My, so I played in the pioneer league for the first month and a half of minor league baseball before I got moved up to um, the Midwest league, which was, um, a ball. So I went from rookie to a last summer. Right. And, um, the difference was just incredible in the pioneer league. Our average bus ride was probably 12 hours. And like our longest one was like 16 or 17. Jesus, so, dude. So that yeah, was- I mean, yeah, like you said, minor league baseball is obviously a different breed, but kind of diving diving into more like Louisville stuff, right? Um, you know, obviously you play for such a, a reputable program, right. And stuff like that. Um, you know, what's it like? You know, playing in such a college, like a crazy college atmosphere. Um, like, what's the craziest college like park you've played in? I mean, obviously um, it's, it's different for from us, me and Nick playing. Probably got a couple yeah. good heckles. A couple I, I good have, heckles. Yeah, we, we're have, playing in front of we're so playing in front of you know fifteen ACC, people. You, you know, probably there are a lot of good uh, fan bases, right? But 
the worst, the toughest place that I have ever pitched in my entire life. And I don't think this will ever get topped ever, ever, ever. My sophomore year, we didn't host a regional and we had to go play at Texas Tech. And that place was absolutely nuts. The every so the the stadium is kind of like a like a bowl almost. It's like the fans are like almost on top of you in a way. Right. And you just feel absolutely suffocated. And so I'm pitching against Texas Tech and I'm I'm struggling pretty bad. Like they're they're hitting me around everything and so we have a uh, little we have a meeting on the mound and so I have uh, I, I wore at the time I, I just had a um I, I wear my uh cross that I wear that my mom gave me when I was like yeah. five years old. I've worn it forever. And so after the uh meeting I'm messing with it and this dude out of the stands, it's quiet as hell. You can hear anything in a park. This dude in the stand screams out, Hey, is that your promise necklace your girlfriend gave you? And I <laughs> just goes nuts laughing. Like, I have never felt more embarrassed in my entire life. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, that's good stuff like, right there. I, I was like, Why can't those be my fans? Like, why can't yeah. that be so? The fans in Louisville are fantastic. They do a great job too. You know, we have getting rowdy. Yeah, they they do. We so we have dollar beer nights at games. So obviously, college college student that will get you just. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Athens is missing out on that. That get you big black. Another that'll get you in another um, another world. So I mean, Christ, that's that's a that's a great advertising stunt there. It, you get some really people in the park up, there. One dollar exactly. beer, you can exactly. Me? Not a lot of bars are offering that. Come on, no, now. exactly. Definitely no bars <laughs> are offering that. And um, so we have really good fans in Louisville, but it was I've never seen like Louisville fans heckle other, like, nothing like I expected. Nothing like that. And did you make uh, it to the College World Series soft, that year? No, though? not my sophomore year. Nope. Freshman and junior year. The freshman yeah. and junior uh, year. What was playing in Omaha like? That was that. I mean, a lot of guys don't even get to find out what it's like one time, much less two. Right. So, so Mo- getting ninety nine. Most guys. It, it, I exactly. mean, we don't know what that's like. Exactly. Obviously. So, so getting to go twice and also getting to start a game twice right. was like probably the tip top of my. Uh, baseball career so far. Well, just 100%. like run us through what that's like, just being able to walk out there onto the mound. So, the twenty-five thousand right. fans, yeah. probably. Know, obviously, right? college the work college World Series is like the most uh, televised college baseball event, obviously, and uh, you know media is everywhere following you. Whatever and they they really treat all of the players there like just absolute superstars and. Mm-hmm getting to play there on that and the field is just so nice the grass is amazing like the dirt uh, all all aspects of omaha nebraska is literally a just a college baseball player's heaven um the field the cages like the restaurants around town are even like dedicated the team certain all the teams that are there um the hotel like staff workers all so like our hotel that we stayed in all the 
the workers at the hotel would like wear our jerseys and stuff. And then you would, you, if you went into a different hotel, they would be wearing a different team's jerseys and stuff. Right. There's just like, there's honestly like like Cooperstown, the whole city just buys into uh, the college world series and, you know, pitching in front of that amount of fans and then being on. You got to be juiced up, right? I mean, uh, just with that many people, you're just like, let's fucking go. I mean, the the best way to go about it is just treat it like another game. But like, I mean, everybody says that, like, uh, I mean, everybody you're, you're pitching in a big game and it's just like, Hey, treat it like another game. But, but yeah, you just simply never that you can't do that because the atmosphere and what's at stake is just so high that like, it doesn't just get treated like another game. It's like a, it's like a whole new gear type of deal. And right. And absolutely. And it's just like, it's something that I wish a lot more than just eight teams could experience because like I, a different breed. It really is a different breed. That's the best way to put it. Um, I mean, the college baseball Mecca, plain and simple. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, with, with College World Series and stuff, and, you know, obviously, like we talked about, Louisville is such a, a reputable program and winning a lot and, and being in the runnings for the ACC right. and stuff like that. Um, you know, what's it like for, like, a wild night being able to, like, win a series or a sweep, like, being able to jump into that? Like, it's this, after, this, su- after Super, is, after Super, like, my, after you, you know, this is probably my favorite you played at home, probably. You guys ask because. I have like an absurd amount of stories that I could tell from like a night after uh, a sweep or, uh, you know, winning a super regional or just anything big, big time involving the team. So um, while I was at Louisville, the three teams that I played on, all three of them were just incredibly close. Like all of them, um, Great chemistry. Everybody got together well. Like nobody disliked each other, and right, and everybody hung out outside of baseball too. I mean, you guys know when you play college baseball, you hang out with your teammates. Like that's it. Just absolutely right. That's the best part of the game, man. You know, you're right. The relationships before, yeah. My freshman year, um, this is when uh, this is when I was a little bit thicker on the thick side. Um, love it right I think I'm for all that running right. all those, all those miles and, right and you're running miles uh, you know so we're playing uk in the super regionals and uk is already a rivalry for us so uh, mm-hmm. so that is just like a huge game and so we beat them on friday you know brendan mckay's pitching you don't lose when brendan mckay's pitching so um right big, big shout, shout out, out. To brendan McKay. and then um Saturday, Cade McClure pitches too, and he's just he's just as nasty as Brendan from the right side. So he pitches, and you know we win, we 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 sweep them two out of three games. We didn't have, even have to play the third game. Like go home to Lexington. You guys are irrelevant. You guys you guys don't belong here. We'll see you later. So um, obviously, after you win, you get back into the locker room, and automatically the talk is what's happening tonight what are we doing where are we going <laughs> let's get weird what kind of shenanigans are we getting into tonight? exactly Love and it. so where we lived in louisville was a um it was like a gated community but it was just for like college students it was considered off campus but it was all college students who lived in these houses and so um it was pretty much Literally, so freshmen had to live in a dorm, but if you were sophomore or junior or senior, you could live in a house and live wherever you want. So 
Um, pretty much everybody besides the freshmen lived in one of these houses. So it was pretty much like everybody would just take turns um, having a party uh, on the, when we could do that. And yeah. so we swept UK and that Saturday night, one of our friends, one of the guys on the team, one of the upperclassmen had a party. There's like four of them who live in the house. And so the, uh, the, the party starts at, I, I'd honestly say like four o'clock. Like it was the, the game, the game was at, I think 12 the day we played and like four o'clock, four thirty, there were dudes sipping away already. Like just going to, town, you know, like people Let's were get weird. People were hanging out with family for a little <laughs> bit, going to dinner, <laughs> going cheese. to do stuff. But some guys were just like, "Let's go, let's get home and get the get to the real work here." So, so like might as well do the real work. And, I mean, so that was you guys pretty wild you know, night. Even at OU, four o'clock. That's an early start, right? Yeah. Let's. Well, well we, we have well. a good time at OU. We'll we say that. Time, no, I, hey, I, I know you have a good time up there. <laughs> we'll but, say four uh, o'clock. So, so four o'clock. That's that's a pretty early start for us. Four four thirty, uh, and so everybody, it, all the team, all the guys on the team are um, just in, in the house blitz. watching watching other college games, just uh, having some casuals, you know, enjoying enjoying the win and. Um, like around, so that, that probably lasts for two, three hours or so, maybe a little longer. And so we get to like seven o'clock, eight o'clock and people start rolling into the house and, you know, we, we're just kind of thinking like, oh, this will be like a normal, like get together that we have sometimes. And so the next thing, you know, we have a, just a line an absolute line down a whole street of people just trying to get into this house to hang out, hang out with us. No um, way. And so that's what so it's that, like that, to hang out with you guys. That, so you guys are the cool guys on campus. That, that's, that's what it's that, like. I'll huh? tell you what. <laughs> Dang. I'll tell you what. Talk about that. We got Nick, the, we got, we got that going Nick, on at beta theta pod, right, not at that, the OU baseball. I'll tell you what, it's different. It's different at OU because you know, us baseball guys, we play on the Mac. We're not playing in the ACC. Like we're not the cool guys on campus. You know who the cool <laughs> right. guys are? Beta and Fiside, the the frat guys. Like you know, we just play ball on the weekends. Well, whatever, I'll, no I'll, big deal. I'll tell you this: <laughs> I've never considered a frat guy cool, but uh. yeah, no, fuck those guys, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm on that. But I think we all are. But that that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, retweet. Hey, that's how that's, it goes when you're in the north, man. Right. Not playing in the so, ACC. So. There is literally a line down the street of people just wanting to get into the house. Um, just wanting to see Nick Bennett, right? No, not me. I was irrelevant. <laughs> I didn't even pitch that weekend. <laughs> and it, it, it's a good thing Brennan I didn't McKay, pitch baby. that weekend because who knows what would have happened. That would that would have meant, right. that would have meant <laughs> we were in game three, which means it was win or go home. So I'm glad we didn't get to that point. So. Mm. I would take you would care have of hand, you would have like handled I normally it. do, but come on, yeah. take care of business. Just like that golf game, word, taking care know. of business. Um, no doubt. So like I said, no doubt. Line, like all the way down the street, and obviously, you know, when there's a line down the street, that that starts to alert some people that aren't in the line, and so that also alerts the uh, the twelve. You know that the cops, the, yeah, the cops, huh? Yeah, the the twelve comes around, and um, you know they uh, they pull up to the house, obviously, and there's literally like 
if I had to put a guess on it, the amount of people that were in the house, I would probably say upwards of 200. You love that. Jesus. Right. That's in the summertime too. Yeah. Beautiful night. So the whole camp, the great city of Louisville. So there's a, there's a rule that you're not supposed to have more than a certain amount of people in one of the houses. So obviously that was broken a long time ago uh, throughout that day. So they show up and um, we have some older guys on the team that year who just like are big dick McGee's and will talk to anybody about anything and handle, handle any situation. So, um, they're, and they're seniors, which, which rightfully so they can do that. So, uh, right. So they take a step outside with the, with the 12 and, uh, 12's asking them, you know, hey, what's going on here? Like, um, why, what's, why so many people? Like, um, under, are they, I mean, under- they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, yo, like, we just won the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, just, we're going to the, we're going to the natty. We're going to Omaha slick. In there, like, what's going on? And so our upperclassmen are talking to them. They're like, hey, we just won a super regional. We beat UK. We're going to the College World Series, which is the absolute mecca of college baseball. Like, Right. You guys can't ruin our time now. Like any other time, sure, shut us down and we'll walk away. But <laughs> we are at the peak of our lives. Right yeah, now. you're the kings of campus right now. Like, Come on, what? This like, is this it. it. Yeah, this is BMOC. It. And so finally, our buddies just are like, hey, like, you, would you guys like a beer? Like, maybe that'll help simmer you down. <laughs> <laughs> no. To the cops? Yeah, offer up a to beer the to the cops. And obviously not, not the best decision. Right. And so then, (laughs) um, we have a DJ on the team. He is a, um, he's a legitimate DJ. He has speakers, everything, you name it. Like he's got the, the board to do do the spinny stuff, all that. He's got it all. (laughs) He's He's uh, ripping it. He's playing just absurdly loud music which like it's just banging through like the whole neighborhood and the cops are like turn it down and we'll walk away so we turn it down for shoot maybe five minutes i'd say but like you you can tell the the party is like losing the vibe right now because the music's low the cops just showed up everybody's vibes kind of killed so my buddy starts blaring it up again and turning it up and getting it rowdy again. And then who shows up again? Our good friends. And the 12. Yeah. <laughs> our, our buddies 12 show up again. And <laughs> so they, they show up again and they're like, we got to shut it down. You got to shut this cheese down. You can't have the they're cheese, like, we, right? We have no option. <laughs> right. We have no you can't option. be cheesing it up. It down. And um, so they obviously shut it down from that house and they left. But the uh, sneaky bastards we were, we just right. we just moved the whole gang over to another house and started. Yeah, started just migrate, little migration. Well, it was like a, it was like a flock of birds just literally moving to another house, and so that's what we did. And <laughs> you'll I, have I that. Specifically, remember that story just because, like. Because it was of a wild the, night, the, situation, the situation it was because of what we were Which doing, and what we were going to the college world series, and you know, we honestly we felt on no like doubt. I mean, that, that's a yeah, that's a tough situation. I mean, especially with the police not understanding, right. you, like, you're literally going to the top of the top, the creme de la the creme pinnacle. of college baseball, you're going to be playing on 
national TV right. in front of millions of people. Like, you're like, what the fuck? Exactly. Like, do you not and understand? Like, this is what's going on. No and we're just located in Louisville, Kentucky. Like, I mean, right. I mean, no, nobody, nobody takes vacation in Louisville, Kentucky. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, right. That's so, right. you know, I mean, it was just like, it was an opportunity that. for us to just like enjoy ourselves because we have no, right. We have, Bennett, we have no doubt. Next- Bennett, Nikki, I got to, Nikki. I got How's that Chick Fil A? First question: How's that Chick Fil A? It's absolutely yeah, fantastic. That I've only had two bites, but I'm going to town. <laughs> <laughs> More than that, even what do you get? What do you do? What do you get? You get the, you get the, you get the you six sandwiches. Come on, you know, you boys know I'm on the healthy side over here. I got a, um, I got, I got a little grill. You got that grilled chicken, chicken piece and a grilled chicken salad. Come on now. Christ, I mean, that shit doesn't... Oh, big that. healthy. Yeah. You're getting big well, skinny. You, know, I, you gotta get the... But also, you know, I got the white claw next to me, too. So. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and not that. Big not black, black, too, black. huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yep. real quick. Real quick, two questions. Who is the most uh, famous person in your uh, phone right now? Uh, Donovan I, Mitchell? I have Donovan on Snapchat. We used to, we used to talk. Oh, we, we, we might need to get him bit, on here one time. Um, but... Good fella. Yes, great fella. Awesome dude. Really like him a lot. Um, I will say that the most famous number that I have on my phone is uh, probably Tucker Barnhart. Yeah. Tucker Starting Barnhart, Reds huh? Catcher. Starting yes. Reds catcher. Um, I like that. Hey, well, maybe, well, maybe he'll we listen actually, to this. We'll get him uh, on the deal here. We some conversation a couple days ago because um, I'm going to – Indianapolis on Friday morning, and I'm actually gonna uh, work out with him on Friday morning. So. Hell yeah! Well, hey, drop, drop, drop. Maybe, maybe while you guys are getting warmed up, hey, start playing I'll, the I'll podcast. Drop, yeah, and be like, he'll be like, damn, happen. these guys are real. I'll, I'll, right. These guys are cool. Right. They're I'll, I'll drop you know, the getting rah, the cheese real quick. Love it. Love it. Hell yeah! I love that. All right, and then lastly, 2020 Bengals. What's your prediction? We like to do this with our guests, their hometown teams. 2020 Bengals, what's the record okay. prediction so go? So the, uh, the, the Bengals are my team, always going to be my team. And, uh, you know, we got a fearless leader coming out of Athens, Ohio, Joe Burrow. Um, Joey B. That's right. So My boy, Joey B. If, if I had to put a, uh, put a record, I would say they're going to be nine and seven. I like I got that. So playoffs or no? Playoffs. I think they can do it. I, I, I think wild, wild card cards, team. Hell uh, yeah. And I We're on that. that because I don't want to get my hopes on that. up too high. But at the same time, Joe Burrow, he, he's sitting on a throne. He's, he's a stallion. He's sitting on a throne next to the Lord himself. So He is a stallion. Exactly. No I doubt. He's that. a stallion. And, and Him and the Lord are stallions. And, yeah, and he comes out of Athens, Ohio. How can yes, you not sir. pull for that guy? Exactly. He's he's a stallion. Exactly. He's he's partying. He's exactly. partying at the, he's he's partying at the local. Yeah, he's partying at the and, local and the water. Crystal. You know what? You know you about know what? last week at this time. So after him. I, uh, Joe Burrow, you think so? City, Athens, or Joe Burrow City, Ohio? They just they, they just <laughs> Burrow, make a Ohio, with his name in it, and I mean, they really should. Uh, you're it, probably it just, right, actually. Was, I mean, rename the pub coming from all over. I mean, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. No yeah. doubt. I'm sure you'd be there. You, you've been wanting to come down for a while, huh? You, if you, you The Joe Burrow pub oh, that, might, that would, might that alert would, you a little would, bit more. You'd be down there in a no flash. No option but to come. No other uh, option. Have a couple pops there you, and just you, you uh, take it all in and enjoy your night. So. 
Let's do it. I love it. All right, brother. Hey, well, we appreciate you coming on. Had some good good chat about minor league baseball, your 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 story at Louisville and uh you know, maybe we'll get Tucker Barnhart on here. Yes. Maybe once we once we blow up a little bit, maybe you'll hey. you'll, you'll be our first guest coming back on hey, here once right. we're the working for Barstool. Up and Adam, don't forget that. Love it, love it, Bennett. That's All right. right. Appreciate y'all it. Y'all have brother. a good one. Yo, yes, sir, man. You. Take care. All right, folks. Shout out to Nick Bennett with an absolute hell of a feature on the Raw Raw Boys podcast for our third podcast. Hell of a guest, hell of a guy. Uh, you know, this, that was my first time speaking with him, Nick. But uh, it was a little, di- it was a little guy. different than what we normally do. You know, we usually keep it light. It was some good information he he shed on us, and uh, I thought he had some good stories to tell as well. You absolutely for a baseball guy. You know, us being baseball guys and not being able to experience that ACC, and then obviously professional baseball experience. You know, he he gave us a little insight and definitely gave some insight for the viewers tonight. And I, I think it was a great night. Couple fun. St- yeah, so appreciate him, him coming on here, huh? Absolutely. Thanks again, Nick Bennett. Uh, you know, with it's we're about three weeks out, Nick. Uh, yeah. Fourth of July yeah. weekend. Yes, sir, we are. We are three weeks out from going back to Athens. So, any... are you counting down the days yet? Oh, you I'm have a little poster up in your room. You're just ripping yeah, off those exactly. days. Count. You're just like, Dang, I got I'm little, so excited. Uh, I gotta, I gotta a little come hang out with I'm the marking off the days. You're right. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I Coney. I don't even know what he's doing about it. He's probably just so excited. Who gives? He's ecstatic. But, uh, yeah. No, so, yeah. yeah. Fourth of July up. weekend, we got what? What do you got? The boats? You got the? We got the you boats got some coming chicks, up. Chicks? You got some? I mean, it's gonna be. We got everything. It's gonna be a hell of a week. A week slash weekend. We're going from Wednesday to Sunday, Monday, whatever it will be. Whoever, you know, anybody listening to this, who... come one, come all. Exactly. Precisely. Anyone listening to this is more than welcome to be invited to that weekend. Um, you know, kind of going a little bit more back to the podcast next week, we have on Logan Davidson, one of my former high school teammates went on to be a three-year starter at Clemson, 29th overall draft pick for the Oakland athletics. Uh, A good friend of mine said he's excited to be on the podcast. So we'll have him on next week. Uh, Nick, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think that's a great, great addition to the podcast. Yeah, Providence High School alum. Nick Bennett and then first rounder Logan Davidson. So I'm excited to meet Logan and uh, hear, hear a couple of his stories. See how that compares to the minor league stories that Nick Bennett told us. But uh, yeah, I'm super pumped for that. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, It'll I'm be a good time. Week, man. Yeah. No doubt. So uh, everyone who's been listening, thank you so much for our loyal fans who have been coming back. And for you new fans, thank you guys for tuning in. Share, uh, subscribe. Share and subscribe. Send it to everybody you love. And I really appreciate you guys listening thus far and for everything. Uh, you know, once again, roll, rah, rah, roll, 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 ready to roll, <laughs> ready to fucking roll. Here we go. Let's roll. Thank you.